and welcome back to another episode of Quarantine with Josie and Mac. Today is Tuesday, April 21st. Yep. Wow, look at that. You almost right. said Friday, I saw it. I know. No, I didn't almost say Friday, but I almost said certain date. I don't know which one. Anyways, um, we have our, first of all, our update, as always. Um, so, Boston Globe. Mass Massachusetts schools are closed through the end of the year. Um, that's pretty big news. Yeah, public and private, all done. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And it, I think it has to do with um, that Massachusetts sort of becoming a hot spot. And WPRI said that deaths of the coronavirus in Massachusetts are expected to pass 2,000 this week. So I can definitely see why they're taking those extra precautions because... That is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then continuing from WPRI, um, there are 394 new cases today in Rhode Island, which is the high, highest one-day toll yet for Rhode Island. Um, brown dorm rooms are, going, are starting to be used for frontline workers. So, like, say you're living with your family and you don't want to infect them then you can um, live in a Brown dorm room, which is very interesting. Um, my mom said that she she went to Brown, and so she went back to Brown um, for a reunion and stayed overnight. And she was like, I didn't realize when I was at school there, like, how small the rooms are. Yeah, no. And they're like little cinder blocks, she was saying. But um, it is certainly better than nothing. Yeah, that's nice of Brown. Um, but it brings up a lot of frontline workers are doing stuff like that. I saw an article today where a doctor in Texas is living in his kid's treehouse. Oh, my gosh. Like, it looks like a very nice treehouse, but it's still... But it's still a treehouse. I'm sure there's no electricity or anything like that. Yeah, that's crazy. And then that concert that we were watching on Saturday talked about there's uh, one of them, one of the doctors is living in his garage. Yeah, so... So they're all making insane sacrifices. Not so only... I think that to those people living in garages, brown dorm rooms probably sound um, like an amazing option. Yeah, I mean, that's very nice of brown to open mm-hmm. it up. It's awesome. That's what we really have to start doing, I think, just working together. Anything that can be done should be done. Um, And then, so Gina Raimondo said that decisions on the school year should come out later this week uh, for Rhode Island. But you never really know... Um. I feel like now that Massachusetts has said yeah. something, like, we have to say something. Um, and it's likely that it will be the end of the year, but it'll I've be hard to before. hear. I think you're losing that bet you made with Annie. You don't need to keep bringing <laughs> it up. Um, all right. So today uh, it was very rainy, which was kind of unfortunate. But um, I I went on the tramp- my trampoline. I have a trampoline outside with soap while it was raining and did, like, a little slip and slide thing. Um, and it was really cold, but it was actually fun to get outside to do something completely different. Um, so I encourage you to just do that. Try to do uh, random stuff like that. Um, and my sister, when it wasn't raining, went on the trampoline. She said to the family, I'm going to do a backflip. And then she went out there and she looked at YouTube and she did a backflip on the trampoline. So it only goes to show YouTube can teach you just about every anything. Um, I won't go too deep into the story because she said that now she has something to talk about if we interview her. So, you know, I, I'm sure it would be a riveting interview hearing exactly how she learned to master that backflip. But she was pretty pumped, and I feel like that, like, is a good accomplishment for the day. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
right now at my school, we're doing a school spirit week, um, which is like kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but it's a working? good, I, I don't, I mean, it's like daily challenges and stuff like that. Which is, I guess it's like a good way to try to get the school together. Like, what's a challenge? Today was TikTok Tuesday. Make a TikTok. Oh, I saw the one you made. It was really funny. You did? (laughs) On what? On your TikTok. I followed you on TikTok. Oh, (laughs) right. I was like, well, yeah. I made a TikTok about being the first person on Zoom. (laughs) Because that happens to me all the time. It was like a very relatable TikTok. (laughs) I've seen that before. I wasn't, I didn't make it up. Well, maybe we'll find a way to share that. Because you guys would enjoy it. If Josie wants. It's very Yeah, I don't mind. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so just different things like that is kind of what I've been up to. Um... Mostly just, I have the pleasure of having my niece and nephew here, which takes up a lot of time um, and is actually a wonderful distraction to have. Um, And I can imagine that people who are, Jane said she saw a friend who it's like just her, her little brother and her parents. And it's like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's better than being alone, but like, it's, it's hard because you're not used, like you don't really get to hang out with your friends and stuff like that. Um, So it's definitely, it gets tough to come up with things to do, but Oh my gosh, I totally forgot the name of the game. Um, Codenames? Codenames, hey! Um, I have been kind of obsessed with this. Uh, my sister ordered a board game called Codenames. Not really a board game, but a game. Um, and it's kind of like, it's really hard to explain. Um, but look it up, because if you're looking for a good game, I 110% recommend it. Um, you need four people. Actually, I think there's a two-player way to play it. Um, and so it's super fun, and I... I totally think you should order that if you are looking for something to do. Um, so I feel like that's it for our update. Um, well, in the sporting world, oh, okay. there's something that would probably be like the biggest news in the world if it wasn't for uh, coronavirus right now. Rob Kronkowski has come out of retirement to get traded to the Bucks to play with Tom Brady. Did you know that? Gronk? Gronk is out of retirement, got traded from the Patriots, to the Buccaneers to play with Tom Brady. What? Which is just insane. Um, I don't know. I'm not too concerned as a Patriots fan. Uh, got a draft pick for someone who is never going to play for them again, so it doesn't really matter. But it is insane news. That is crazy. Something that gives the sports He must have been really bored. <laughs> yeah, he's just in quarantine like, man. He was like, what can I do to right, make this a little more interesting? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so, like, I finally have to spend time with my kids. No, he doesn't actually have kids, but no. I can see that happening. And him and Camille, I'm sure they have tons of fun. So. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's that's big news, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, something that people are going to be talking about. And if the NFL season is played, which we'll see how all this goes. Uh, don't even talk about it. Don't even go into <laughs> September. We're just, we're just yeah. right now, okay? I can't think that far ahead. Um... All right, so Mac interviewed his dad. I know it's a lot of family right now, but we have really interesting families. Yeah. His dad's a realtor, um, which I think I actually haven't listened to it, but I'm so excited to listen to it. So let's get right into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hi guys. Uh, it's just Mac here I'm with my dad. Uh, he's a real estate agent, which we thought was a pretty interesting market to look into during the coronavirus. So, hello, dad. Hey, hey, Mac. How are uh, you doing? How's uh, everybody? It's good. Uh, you want to just introduce yourself, give a little background? and Sure. My name's Paul Lees. I'm the proud parent of Mac, who's running this podcast here, <laughs> and, my, and my niece and goddaughter, Josie. 
So very happy they're doing this. It's been fun to listen to. But I own a, a real estate company here in town in Newport, Rhode Island, by the name of Gustav White Sotheby's International Realty. I've been doing this for, well, LinkedIn tells me I've been doing this for 32 years <laughs> wow. this, this week, April, April of 19... 88 I got my license I've been so I've been doing it for a long time now and very happy to be selling real estate here in Newport Rhode Island it's a great place to to do so all right cool um so I guess first we'll talk about what the real estate market was like before coronavirus and then you can talk about what it was like what's yeah. it like now how pre, <laughs> pre-covid and post-covid yes. or whatever or during covid days. yeah well before this whole thing started, it was a very traditional real estate market where you'd get out there and meet buyers and and take them through houses and hope they liked it enough to make an offer and present an offer to a seller and hope the whole deal gets put together. It, it's not as easy as that, but that's it in a nutshell. And now the whole the whole game has changed. I mean, I literally until until this past weekend when today's today's what? Uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Um, Tuesday in the week. Until this past weekend, I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, I hadn't gotten I haven't gotten a call to show one of my houses in over a month since we got back from Philadelphia. Mac and I were in Philadelphia a month ago for Mac's hockey tournament. But mm-hmm. I came back from that, and that's when the whole sheltering in place, and that's when every, all hell broke loose, when all the all the professional leagues stopped and everything else stopped, and, and the they said we couldn't do open houses anymore, we, and we weren't showing houses anymore because no one was calling to get into houses. So what we've had to do then is pretty interesting. And actually, if you haven't talked to Liam yet, he might be a good one to talk to as well. Uh, my son, Max's brother, Liam, works for me at Gustav White, and he runs, he does a lot of our, he buys, you know, he's, he's a realtor and he sells real estate, but he's also doing a lot of work for us with the um, the marketing and the virtual tours, which all the real estate agents are doing now. And a virtual tour allows a buyer from the comfort of their home and living room and their laptop literally walk through a house with the way the technology works. You can click through uh, all the pictures in a house and, and walk right through it and see the house in its floor plan in a dollhouse effect. And it really is helpful in this in this COVID environment we're living in because it allows people to experience the house without physically walking through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you haven't been getting any many calls. Has your office, do you know people who have been selling houses at all or is it pretty much? Well, that's I, I, like I said, I haven't been getting many calls until this weekend. I received two calls and one one showing happen, actually happened today over at Yagupan, the house we have over at at a, uh, a pond we over in Exeter, Rhode Island. I have a listing for sale over there, and that house was shown today, and there was a, a single older woman who lives there. We asked her to leave the house during the showing, and we asked the buyers to come properly prepared with masks and, and gloves and not to touch anything as they walk around the house. So we were able to physically show the house, but that is the first showing I've had in a month. We have weekly uh, office meetings with my, I have an office of 35 agents and Every Tuesday morning, we have Zoom meetings, which mm-hmm. you guys are all familiar with now, the, the whole Zoom platform. But we have a, a Zoom meeting every Tuesday afternoon at 1230, and today we had 26 of our 35 agents uh, on the meeting. And it's interesting to hear all of that. Some of them are 
busier than others showing houses, but others say the same thing that I've had. They haven't had a call in, in a month to show a house. So it does range a little bit, but, but I think people are waiting. If someone, I'm dealing with someone right now who wants to put their house on the market for sale, and we're just kind of telling them to wait a mm -hmm. little bit, wait it out. Where other people aren't. And, and I saw something come on the computer the other day. It was a three-family house. Had nothing to do with my company. It was listed with another company. But it was a three-family house. And one of my friends uh, who's looking for houses emailed me and said, Hey, you know, tell me, find out what you can about this house. And I, I went online onto my multiple listing service computer and saw that it was already under contract. Three days, wow. three days on the market and it was already taken by a buyer so so there is stuff happening out there but not to the extent that it usually does because this is our busy busy time the spring is the busy sp selling season hmm. yeah. um so you did talk about uh the zoom how is that transition for you was it like harder i've been very impressed with zoom we have um like i said our office meeting every week and I just find it very user-friendly. I find the quality good, the audio and the video. I think some of our agents, we, we have younger agents and older agents, some that are tech savvy and some that aren't so tech savvy. I'm probably, I probably fall in the middle of it, but I found it very user-friendly and even some of our agents who aren't so tech savvy, they're on the meetings and they're there video-wise and mm -hmm. you can hear them. Um, I was on another meeting today, I'm on the local board of Board of Realtors for the State Association, and we had, you know, 62 people on a meeting this morning, and not a lot of talking going on. There were three or four people who ran the meeting, and if you needed to say something, you kind of raised your hand, as you can with mm -hmm. Zoom. And it, but it is interesting, because I'm, I'm on a couple different boards in town, and we, tr we had one of my other boards I'm on, we did a WebEx meeting, and that worked okay, but I just didn't think it was, it worked as well as the as the zoom meetings maybe i shouldn't be saying well that. it seems zoom <laughs> is uh definitely the popular choice right now yeah everyone although i hosted my first meeting the other day with some uh condominium owners that i needed to talk to along with two of two of my agents and it did you know my company paid for a premium package mm -hmm. so we don't get cut off after 40 minutes but i'm i'm not the the premier or the license holder of that package i'm i guess i'm just a member of it so i went on and i I invited five or six people to this meeting, and we were shut off after 40 minutes. So I was surprised that I got, and that might have been something I just did wrong. Yeah, I, I've got to, because we, we definitely did pay for a premium package so we wouldn't get shut off, but I was shut off when I hosted my own <laughs> meeting. So, All right. Well, sounds like you're making the transition well, and hopefully you can get out to selling houses soon. I think it will. I, I'm curious to see, and that's what everyone's asking when we have our meetings is when, when are we going to get back to normal? Um, I tell everyone June 1st because that's what I picked up <laughs> on our family pool we have going on. But we really don't know. We're listening to the governor, and I think the governor's doing a great job. We're listening to her every day and following her lead. And, you know, I hope we can get back to normal real soon. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. That was a good interview. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Hi. Uh, welcome back. I'm excited to listen to the interview, as I said. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, kind of a whole new perspective that we're looking at coronavirus from a different uh, viewpoint. Viewpoint, yeah, exactly. you know. Um, Mac forgot to post a question on Instagram yesterday. Yes, that's on me. We but to, you know we what? We need to hire an intern. <laughs> Anyone who wants to be our uh, social media friend, yeah. give us a call. Let us know. 
Um, anyways, so you can still send that voice memo answering the question, though. Details on the previous episode. Yeah. Anyways, okay, we're going to answer some questions now, and hopefully Mac will remember to put one on the Insta. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so this is from museumhack.com. There's a whole list of questions, so we could probably use this website for a while. Um, all right, can't wait. But one, if you had to, to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? Call, text. I'm going to say those two are there. Call, text, and internet. You don't count as apps because those FaceTime. Come, yeah, all those stay because they. Okay, well, I don't have anything else. You don't have Instagram or no. You don't have anything that tracks your workout or. Yeah, but not like that. I really care about. All right, fine. Then you can do call, text, and FaceTime. <laughs> like, well, if I had to do, like, I don't have that many apps. I guess okay. Call, text, FaceTime are already there. iMovie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay, iMovie. iMovie, although I mostly do that on my computer anyways, but iMovie, um, Nike Run Club, and... Anchor. Anchor. Because <laughs> that what... is what does our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So right. yeah, Anchor definitely, actually. Perfect. Um, so mine are going to be way more basic than you. <laughs> it's going to be the answers you'd expect from Josie, stereotypically wise. Uh, I would keep probably Instagram, um... I guess not good. ESPN. Ooh, what else would I want? Oh, and Venmo. Oh, Venmo's a good one. Yeah, I use Venmo a lot, so that's easy. So, yeah. You have your phone in front of you, too. I know, I'm looking. Oh, Spotify. Spotify. Oh, yes, okay. 110%. Get rid of Spotify. Anchor, Spotify. (laughs) Honestly, Anchor, Spotify, and Hooji. Oh, wow. Hooji's a good one. Yeah, you can't not have Hooji. Yeah, so I'm going Spotify. This is saying your camera's already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we go Spotify, ESPN. No Ven- Instagram? Venmo. Um, no, I think I could do without it. I think I'd rather get sports news than, like, random news. True, okay. And I need music, That's and good. I need to be able to pay people. Alrighty, I like it. Okay, uh, next question. Alright, um, what is your favorite magical or mythical animal? There's not many, are there? You haven't read enough, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Unicorns. Unicorn? Okay, that's a good one. Um. Or fairies. Mermaids. Okay. <laughs> so, mermaids, final answer. Yeah, like, but, like, nice ones, yeah, not creepy like ones. Peter Pan mermaids, aren't they nice? Like H2O mermaids. H2O mermaids. Okay. Um, mine would probably be mm, Centaur. I think they're just pretty cool. Uh, half human, half horse. Yeah. Um, Faux show. Mm, or maybe Fluffy, the three-headed dog from Harry Potter. Alrighty then. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of a beast. Um, what fictional family would you want to be a member of? Oh, I don't know. I like my family. Okay. <laughs> Am I thinking too far into these? It's not that deep. Um, fictional families. You go first. Um, hmm. This is a tough one. I'm tempted to go Harry Potter again, but I don't want to be too... Those are all messed up families. The Weasleys are not messed up. <laughs> They're a big, happy family, but um, they have a lot of... They experience a lot of death. So, I'm going to... Oh, how about the one... What's the big family that goes to the lake? 
They have oh, like, cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Oh yeah, that's a I good. I feel like one. that most represents kind of like our family yeah, a little true. bit. So, so I'd probably go cheaper. I don't by the know dozen. their names, but I think cheaper by the dozen family is a good answer. Or maybe the Brady Bunch. Oh yeah, they seem to have fun. They have a good time. Okay, uh, that's it for yeah, our so questions. Yeah, so I'll ask the apps question on Instagram. That's good. Um, um, like to hear from that. And now for my quote. Um, so go ahead, fall down. The world looks different from the ground. And this is by uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, in honor of the fact that I we just got Oprah Magazine uh, that was celebrating 20 years of having the Oprah Magazine. So go Oprah, you rock. I love reading your Oprah. magazine. Um, and yeah, I think she's, she's a good person and i like that quote because it's like you know it's all about perspective man maybe you feel like you're on the ground right now but just look around there could be something good about it heck yeah Bam! um so mine is from benny lewis and he says there are seven days in a week and someday is not one of them so that just means get out there and do it if someone says hey when are you gonna uh when are you gonna learn how to kick flip don't say uh someday Say right now Wednesday, and that's ex- <laughs> and that's especially um important like right now because it's like we can get so much stuff done if we want yeah, to. Yeah, Emma did a backflip. You know, Emma so. did a backflip. I mean, not that I'm a good proponent of that because my room is just gets messier and messier by day. Because you're doing more important things. Yeah, I still have to learn my lines for the musical, and I just keep on avoiding everything. But hey. Maybe I'll do... No, not maybe. I'll do it tomorrow. Not clean my room. I'm not definitely not yeah, things. But I'll say, work on my lines. A messy room is a sign of a full mind or something like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Remember to DM us with any questions, comments, or concerns because we love hearing from you and it gives us stuff to talk about. You guys rock. Stay, Stay safe. safe.